Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode, we bring latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. Now, when new animals arrive on a farm, they can potentially bring some unwanted health issues with them. To minimise the risk of this, it's important there's a quarantine procedure in place. To explain this in a bit more detail to us and take us through the process, I'm joined by my colleague Michael Gostin. Michael discusses the importance of inspecting sheep at purchase and asking some basic questions of the seller about the health status of their flock. Some preparation is needed to correctly quarantine animals on arrival. Michael highlights the need to house these animals for 48 hours and correctly treat them for foot issues, internal and external parasites. We discuss in detail the various treatment options available and how to implement them on your farm. We move on to discuss turnout post-treatment and why it's a good idea to keep these animals separate from the main flock for a number of weeks after purchase. Finally, Michael highlights the need to enrol these sheep on the flock health plan that's on your own farm to ensure they receive the appropriate vaccinations. We start off, however, with Michael explaining why biosecurity and quarantine procedures are very important for anyone considering purchasing sheep and introducing them to your own flock. Biosecurity and, and, and quarantine animals um, when you buy them in or bring them onto your farm, maybe not even if you haven't bought them, if you're just bringing sheep from another farm, um, you know, borrowing a ram from somebody, you know, often people don't see that as a buying, but it's it's literally the same thing. You don't want to bring in something, a problem that you don't already have. You don't want to buy in a disease um, or, or a parasite that you don't already have on your farm that's going to infect your sheep and that's going to create a problem for you down the road. So that, that's what you're trying to avoid. And that's what I suppose the, the term biosecurity or quarantine treatments uh, kind of talks about in general. Mike, Michael, it can often sound quite technical and maybe slightly off-putting in some ways, but it's very practically applicable to every farm. Maybe if we just break it down into some of the basics, like what is involved in a quarantine process? So why, like, where do you start with biosecurity? I suppose really it's purchasing point, it's a starting point for this, is it? Yeah, so purchasing or borrowing or bringing in sheep from another farm. Um, so the, the first step there really is to check for obvious signs of disease, you know, so just to have a look, see, are some of these sheep lame? Um, you know, we, we had a case where, where, where one of our program participants bought in sheep a couple of years ago and, you know, they came off the, off the lorry lame and had CODD, big problem. And, you know, it ended up costing a lot of money. So check for signs like lameness, check for obvious signs like CLA lumps. Um, around the lymph glands or under the neck there along the jawline in the brisket around the tail region. Um, things like scab and, and, and lice are they itching themselves, um, those kind of things. So some of them you can see, but look at them. The most of these diseases, I suppose, we can't see them with the naked eye, otherwise it would be very easy. And that's where I suppose, talk to the person that you're getting the sheep from. So if you're borrowing a ram from somebody, if you're buying sheep um, from somebody, or if you're taking sheep back, um, from somebody who, who, who's borrowed a ram off you, for example, um, then talk to them about what, what's in their flock, what kind of diseases do they have? Um, you know, have they ever come across things like CLA or Yaxite, OPA, um, those type of diseases? You know, what are they doing in, from, from a parasite point of view? Um, you know, are they treating them for scab? Are they, are they dipping the sheep every now and then? Have they an issue with lice? Just have a, a chat with them, see what, what their take is on the various different diseases. And that will give you some bit of information as to, to what you can or cannot expect to, to maybe encounter when you're buying in there or bringing the sheep onto your farm. So as well, Michael, that's where quarantine really comes in, is treating the things we can see. On arrival on the farm, like what are the first steps we need to do with these animals? 
Yeah, so Kieran, look at the first step when we bring these sheep uh, onto the farm uh, is that we need to to basically be prepared and house them for at least 48 hours. So that's, that's you know, it takes a bit of planning, having a, a pen ready somewhere bedded um, or on slats, um, having some some hay probably, and maybe, maybe a bit of meal um, and somewhere to put them. So that's the first step. The sheep need to to, to be housed for a period of time. And and really what we're doing during that period of time is, is we're hoping that... Um, from an internal parasite point of view, from a stomachworm point of view, that we're giving them a chance to shed any resistant eggs that are in the system. So when we bring the sheep onto the farm, um, we're going to house them, we're going to dose them uh, to to eliminate any resistant in internal parasites. So the main ones there that we're talking about are the stomachworms, and and there we're using a product either category four or five, so either Zolvex or Startect. Startect isn't currently available in Ireland, so the only one that people have at the moment, the only option is Zolvex. Zolvix is not something that you're going to be able to buy in your local co-op shop, um, or it's unlikely that your vet will have it in stock. So there's a bit of planning required here, Kieran. People need to have, have um, ordered this in advance. You can get it in small quantities, 250 mil bottles um, or 500 mil bottles, depending on, on how many sheep are being bought in. Um, and, and the benefit of using that particular product is that the, the, most of the, the stomach warmers have never come in contact with that product. There's very low levels of resistance, or we, we anticipate that there's very low levels of resistance to Zolvix in the stomach worm, in the Irish uh, stomach worm population. So we're going to get a good kill. We double that up, though, as well. We go in with a second dose, which is either a levamazole. Um, if we're not going to dip these sheep, we can go with levamazole. If we're going to, to uh, dip these sheep, we need to go with a macrocyclic lactone because you, you can't dip them with an OP dip if you're giving the Levamazole. So two warmers together at the same time, and then keep them in for at least 48 hours. The idea there is that these two warmers will kill what worms are inside them, but those worms will already have laid eggs that are on their way out through the digestive tract, and we want to capture them. We don't want them ending up out in the field, so we'll capture them in the straw, in the bedding, um, or in the slurry tank, and that'll, that'll look after them lads for us. The second thing we're going to treat them for, Kieran, is uh, liver fluke. So use something like um, Fluke Ivor, Clazantil, one of those um, uh, products there. So Lantil, there's lots of them with that Clazantil active ingredient in them um, to, to kill whatever fluke are, are inside them. Look, at we're not going to hit all of the fluke at that stage. We're going to put them out afterwards onto a dry field and hopefully any, any eggs that shed won't find a, a mold snail. Um, if, if we're on a very wet farm, we probably need to go in with two two flucosides, maybe some triclis bendazole-based one as well. That might be a bigger consideration, particularly if you're buying in store lambs from Hilarious. Absolutely, absolutely. Look at, I mean, if, if fluke is an issue and and um, uh, your farm has a suitable habitat for fluke, you'd be going in with two two doses there and probably following up with a dose after five or six weeks again. Mm -hmm. One then that we're looking at, Kieran, is, is I suppose scab and and, and external parasites. Um, so, you know, things like ticks, lice, scab. So we want to try and avoid them coming in as well. Um, you know, and look at in an ideal world there, what we're talking about is, is, is dipping them. Um, that's the best uh, option. Obviously, that's a numbers game. If we have sufficient numbers um, to justify filling the dipping tank, you know, I'd be saying, you know, 20 sheep upwards, we should be filling the dipping tank um, or getting in the mobile dipper to, to dip these. That's the way to go. Um, if, if we're buying individual sheep, um, or small numbers where it's not going to be economically justified to fill a dipping tank, then we're probably talking about looking at 
at for small numbers an injectable uh, macrocyclic lactone for the for the scab um, and and probably if we're worried about ticks or things like that a poron um, at that stage to, to eliminate them because we don't want so to be bringing them onto the farm. We'd basically swap that injectable macrocyclic lactone into that dosing program in that case. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's that's for small numbers. We're talking about small numbers, not not somebody going out now buying a hundred store lambs and injecting every one of them. That's that's not what we're talking about because that's going to create a problem for us with antimicrobial resistance down the road. Um, I suppose the other thing then just on that one, Kieran, is when we're bringing them in, is just to run them through the foot bath, and that just um, you know. Okay, it helps control lameness, but it'll also exacerbate any lameness that's there and we can keep an eye on it and check it and, and just make sure it's not something that's not already on the farm. Most farms will have scald and foot rot, virtually all farms will have that, but a lot of farms don't have CODD, this contagious ovine digital dermatitis, um, and that's the one we really want to keep out. So if, if the sheep are lame, um, we, we really need to to get in there and treat that if that's an issue on the farm. And I suppose Michael benefited that over a period of time. That's where that housing for forty eight hours is also a big advantage. It gives you a bit of a chance. It gives you that second glance at them sheep again to see is there any of them issues or maybe hold them in for a bit longer and treat them. Absolutely, yeah. So the the first, I suppose, the purpose of the forty eight hours here in indoors is to capture any of the. The, the parasite eggs that are on the way out and, and not to end up with them on, on the pasture. After that period, we probably should be trying to keep the sheep separate for about a month from our own sheep. And that's that's giving time for some of these diseases to emerge so that we see them, um, you know, buy a batch of lambs, say, um, mix them with our own lambs, and then a week or two later, we spot a couple of them with CODD, and now everything on the farm is being infected or has come in contact potentially with those bugs, and we have a big problem. Whereas if we kept those, the, the, a batch of lambs that we had bought separate for a month, and we spotted them with CODD, well, okay, at least they haven't mixed with the rest of the sheep. We can now go and treat that batch of sheep uh, that are infected, keep them separate until they've all healed up and we're, we're, we're confident that we have controlled it and eliminated it and then mix them in. So it buys you a little bit of time um, and, that, and that's important. So we'd be saying, look at indoors at least 48 hours after you've treated them, outdoors, keep them separate for a month um, and, and keep an eye on them. And, and that means, you know, for people buying rams, uh, that means buying early because you can't you can't um, keep the ram separate from your yours for a month if you need them the following week. Obviously, so it, it's just uh, again it comes into this planning stage. You know the couple of things we need to plan for. When are we going to buy? Have we got the different products that we need to treat them with on the farm? The different doses. Have we contacted the vet about the Zolvex because that's one that isn't that just off the shelf type of a job? Um, have we a little bit of hay, a few small bales, square bales of hay, or a round bale of hay somewhere that we can open to feed these sheep for the 48 hours that they're going to be inside? Have we a pen cleaned out in the shed um, that we can put them into? Um, you know, and then have we a paddock somewhere um, that has been grazed by sheep? Um, this year, you know, a number of times that we can put them into that is separate from our other sheep for about a month so that we can, you know, is there a field of grass there somewhere that's going to hold this batch of sheep for, for that, you know, four or five week period while we're observing them uh, to make sure that they don't have any, any nasties. And look at, I suppose, the, the prize for people here, um, Kieran, is that, you know, they, they don't end up buying in these, uh, bringing these nasty diseases into their flock and, and they create problems for them down the road. I was just thinking, Michael, like we often think that it sounds a hell of a lot of stuff and you know, 
it's time consuming all that, but in reality, it's not. Once you've a bit of preparation done, the actual process of treating them and dosing them is quite quick. What you're really saving on is, and you hit it there in the end, you're saving on having to treat these diseases down the line, particularly like a bad fourth rot or anything else to come into a flock. Yeah, yeah. And and look at it, we're seeing, uh, I, I suppose, an uh, uh, increasing number of farms on which the, the warmers, the antimintics are, are stopping working. You know, farmers with, with double drench resistance and even some farms with triple drench resistance. And, um, you know, th- those are difficult situations to get out of. And this is part of that process in, in trying to slow down the development of resistance on your farm. So every farmer who keeps sheep and, and wants to have a future in sheep should be invested in in, in this. So it's not a lot of work. Um, it, there's a bit of preparation in it, Kieran, and, and that's it. And then, like I suppose, once you have the sheep on the farm, and and you know you've gone through all this process. It's about kind of getting them into the the flock health program that your sheep are on. So you know that might be vaccination. Uh, if we're buying in 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 females um, or buying in store lambs, we'd be talking about vaccinating everything for Clostridia anyway. Probably in most cases, some of farms as well for Pasteurella. Um, some farms might be vaccinating females for enzootic or toxoplasma abortion. So again, if we've bought in some replacements there, um, they need to be uh, enrolled in that program. You know, so like it's it's important that when we buy these sheep in that we remember that they we don't know what they've got and we're not sure whether they've ever been vaccinated or vaccinated correctly. So we would be saying, you know, you you you, you pretend. Uh, that they haven't been vaccinated and you start again from scratch. Um, and, and that's important. And I suppose that's kind of maybe, you know, once once they're on the farm um, mm-hmm. and, and we've done the initial quarantine period. It's it's really the two sides of Michael. It's protecting your own sheep from what could potentially come in and then covering the sheep that you're buying in from what's there. And in reality, that is part of the investment when you're buying in any of these animals. It needs to be factored into it. Yep, absolutely. And look at, um, we had uh, a number of meetings there recently, Kieran, with um, farmers uh, around the country looking at antimentic resistance workshops. And, you know, one of the things that we had discussions that came up on at one of those was, you know, the risk of buying in. And, you know, there are lots of diseases out there that we can't quarantine and bio, uh, implement a biosecurity protocol for things like UNAs and Scrapey and CLA and OPA and things like that. And those are diseases that, you know, you, you buy in and you find out two years later or three years later that, you know, this has come in on, on the back of a sheep. So reducing the risk by having a closed flock, by minimizing the amount of sheep you buy is is, is the way to go for people um, that are, are you know, flock health conscious and, and want to maximize their, their flock health and maintain it uh, where it's at. The more sheep you buy, the, with every sheep, the risk increases. So every farmer has to buy rams. That's accepted. You know, we don't have a commercial AI program like we have on the cattle side for sheep. Um, but, you know, I, I suppose then if once we start buying in bigger numbers, um, the risk increases, um, you know, and the more sheep you buy, obviously, you know, the, the, the more chances of some of these things coming in on the back of them. And while we can put in very good program, I suppose, for the worms and the fluke and the scab and the lameness, um, it's very difficult bar we talk to the people that are selling the sheep you know about their health status and, and hope that they're they're honest and, and upfront in terms of not having some of these diseases or, or that they haven't identified them you know um, on their farm Very good note to finish on Michael and it's particularly important this time of year where stock are coming in the old principle of actually talking to the person you're buying off is always valid Yep absolutely 
Michael, good having you on again. Thanks very much. Okay, thank you, Kieran. Okay, we're going to finish up there. Again, as highlighted at the very start, your flock health status is something that's very important. It's vital we don't bring in any unwanted diseases or issues onto the farm that we can potentially avoid. Having a good quarantine procedure is one way to minimise the risk of this happening. But as Michael has highlighted a number of times, having a bit of preparation done in advance, having feed available, having shed available, and particularly having the doses you need available before these animals arrive is vital. All these things, a little bit of effort now, can reduce potential issues later on for your flock. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates on our sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chugga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to any of our episodes.